Welcome to the WP Tonic Podcast, brought to you by WPTonic.com, a WordPress maintenance and support service for business owners. We talk to the leaders in WordPress, business, and online marketing communities, bringing you insights on how to grow your business and achieve success. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic Wednesday show. Um, This is episode 257. We've got a great guest joining us. Um, But before that, I'm going to let my co-host introduce herself. Would you like to introduce yourself, Kim? Absolutely. I'm Kim Schivler, the latest co-host for WP Tonic, also a WordPress instructor and instructional design consultant. The co-host, I would say. Uh, She's even got a cat paw, folks. That's right. Keeps me in place. Um, like to quickly introduce yourself, David. Sure. Um, I guess uh, it's easier for me to pronounce my name. Uh, so my name is David 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 Hehenberger uh, from Austria. Therefore, the slightly uh, difficult to pronounce name. And I'm the founder of FatCat Apps. That's a WordPress plugin company and Landing Cube. It's a software as a service. Um, business that helps Amazon sellers create the landing pages, uh, which that product is also built on top of WordPress, actually. It's not a WordPress plugin, but uh, so everything I do really like involves around the WordPress ecosystem. That's great, David. Um, before we go into the interview, folks, I've got to talk about our major sponsor, which is Kinster Hosting. Um, we moved the WP Tonic website to Kinster about three months ago. Um, Brian Jackson is um, part of the, um, the Kinster family, um, director of marketing. And um, we've just been amazingly happy with Kinster, with the migration and the quality of hosting. And they, like I say, have become a major sponsor of the WP Tonic show. Um, go to, there'll be a full set of show notes of this great interview with David, and there will be links to Kinster. They are affiliate links. But if you do use one of those links and also purchase one of the great hosting plans from Kinster, you'll be helping the show out considerably. So, um, and I've been totally blown away with the quality of service that I've got from Kinster. So back to the interview. So, um, you know, you came on the show in the early days, actually, and um, we've had a couple of discussions as well haven't we david and i've watched your progress and you've done some amazing things in the wordpress area um so what are the plans for fat cats yeah i think you've recently had some new um plugins in your library um would you like to delve in what you've been up to in the past year sure sure. so um i think last time i was on the show we probably had two um two major plugins and we've now grown that number to five. So the idea being that um, that's a good way to scale the business, right? Is to just scale the number of products. Um, the, the most recent ones we've added, we've added a plugin called Landing Page Cat. And by the way, all our plugins are freemium. So we've got um, like very good functional free versions that we give away for free. And the business model is that like a small, small number of free users um, 
we might want to have some extra features, which is what we offer in the paid version and the value paid version, and that helps us to fund development for both the free and the paid plugin. So <clears throat> that's how the business model works. And um, the new ones we've added over the last year, year and a half is landing page cat. So it's a very, very simple landing page builder. So there's like no drag and drop, no like, uh, not a lot of fancy templates or anything. It's just a really simple landing page builder where if you want to have a headline, a subheadline, a nice looking background image, um, email provider integration, um, it's a great tool to do that. You can use it for a simple coming soon page or something like that. Um, I've also added a product called PixelCat. That's a Facebook Pixel plugin. That one's a bit more complicated to explain, but basically if you run Facebook ads, or if you run the Facebook retargeting, you can use the Facebook pixel to track conversions and to create those retargeting audiences. So retargeting or retargeting audience basically is when somebody goes to your site and maybe they view a product, but then they don't buy. And then you can show them an ad in Facebook based on that, trying to get them back to your site and complete the purchase. So uh, PixelCat lets you do that. And we've got a plugin called QuizCat where you can build viral quizzes similar to what you might have seen on BuzzFeed or similar sites, you know, like which Star Wars character are you, those kind of things. And um, those things are great because uh, they get a lot of viral traffic, very easy to share on Facebook. Um, it's also a great way to capture email addresses. So yeah, th those are the three like main plugin initiatives um, over the last year and a half. And so as you can see, we've, we've been very busy. Um, got a, uh, I think one of the, one of the biggest um, game changers for the business really was I hired a really, really good full-time developer from the US. Um, and he's just been doing amazing work, uh, uh, cranking out all this stuff. So, you know, one of the things comes to mind as you was, as you was describing this activity, David, is that you already got to quite large established plugins. How did you make the decision that you weren't going to add more functionality and really focus on what you already got? Um, yeah. Or maybe you're doing both. And is that linked to hiring this developer full-time in the US? Has this given you the scope to keep developing your existing plugins plus these new ones? Yeah, yeah. that's a great question. So we are definitely continuing to not only maintain, but really add new stuff uh, to the existing products. So our oldest product, Easy Pricing Tables, it's, uh, it's, it's been around for a while, I think, like released the free plugin more than four years ago. Um, that one's probably gonna have a massive like overhaul, rewrite from scratch kind of thing coming its way with a lot more features and a lot more stuff. But yeah, it's, it's, it's like always kind of a, it's a, it's a hard, I think it's, it's always a hard decision um, to make. Um, I figured with the pricing table plugin in particular, like it's, it's doing very well, um, but it is the market leading pricing table plugin in the WordPress space, which is a small niche, but it, it, it's a decent, decent niche. So from there, it just seemed that um, there's probably more upside by adding extra stuff, if that makes sense. But um, you are making a good point, which is I think we're getting to this point now where um, I think we probably need to scale our development team just to make sure because now we've got a large number of products and we just want to make sure that all of the products continue to be well-maintained, continue to get new features and getting to a point where um, we're running a bit thin on development resources. So I think that's going to be a big initiative for us in the next couple of months. 
And what led you into these three new areas, you know, the um, landing page, the quiz builder, and the, and the Facebook pixel builder? What yeah. led you to enter those specific areas? Um, so the quiz plugin was actually the idea of Ryan, my lead developer from, from the US. So he was building some website for a client of his and I think they were in need of something like that and they had a difficult time finding a nice, easy to use quiz plugin at this for a membership site they had. Uh, they wanted to do a test if people, you know, uh, basically learned what they were supposed to learn. So, so that's how we got that idea. Um, like, uh, the landing, honestly, I don't even remember. <laughs> so, so, um, so we released a couple of free plugins as well over the last year that I didn't mention that just didn't get a lot of traction. So, um, so is that part of your um, business development um, is that you get an idea, you push it out, uh, a, a first beta that's free, um, and then you yeah. actually test the market in reality with the free. Is that part of your um, yeah. develop, business development plan, basically? Yeah, exactly. So I think, uh, and we're not doing this right now because, as, as I said, we're just like so busy maintaining the existing stuff. Um, but last year, when we decided, or I guess it was 2016, late 2016, so a bit more than a year ago, and we decided to really make a new push to release more plugins. We just like, brainstormed a bunch of ideas based on stuff that we would like to see, stuff we would like to use, mostly also just doing a little bit of general market research, like looking at areas where there are plugins with a lot of traction, but maybe they're like, um, very difficult to use. Like that's particularly what happened with the Facebook Pixel plugin where there is some, honestly, there's some very good tools out there, but they were just very complicated. And if you're not an expert, it's just very hard to use. Um, so those are the areas we like to look at. And then I think we launched maybe like five or six free plugins um, over the last year and a half. And I think half of those now made it into what I call flagship products with paid versions and they're continuously being maintained and improved. And the other three are probably not going anywhere. Right. Because um, that's fascinating because that's because, you know, you've been in this uh, market segment of the premier plugin free plug-in sector now for almost five years and what i think you're saying to me david is even with your all your experience and your team's experience you still um it's still really hard to judge what's going to really fly and what isn't really yeah. that's what you're saying really isn't it david yep uh, absolutely and i think it's something that in retrospect i'll honestly admit that there was definitely some luck involved with easy pricing tables that was my first wordpress plugin and that just uh it just worked out really well. And um, yeah, it, it, I think it just turns out that it's hard, or at least for us, it's turned out that um, there is like a certain, just quite a bit of uncertainty every time we launch something new. And um, it's a matter of, you know, throwing things at the wall and, you know, seeing, seeing what sticks instead of trying to force something that might be very much an uphill battle. Um, with with your quiz, you're up against a, a very determined um, competitor, you know, from Fry Frames, Shane, because yeah. they, they've got a quiz building thing. Was that um, was that encouragement, or was that a factor that you had to think about before you entered that particular um, sector? 
So I think Thrive Teams actually launched their quiz after we did. Um, oh, terrible people. No <laughs> <laughs> problem. Um, I, you know, I think, I think there's, a, there's, a, there's a market for multiple solutions. I think the market is big enough. I think they have a slightly different business model than we have as well. Um, so yeah, I, I, don't think it's an, I don't think it's an issue. Um, no, you're always going to get competition, aren't you? Exactly. Actually, uh, if you didn't get competition, that'd be a sign maybe there wasn't a market for yep. for that particular project to start off with. Um, so, Gutenberg, you know, um, I don't know how you think this is going to affect your business and your plugging business at all. Um, I don't know if you've been following the discussions um, the endless discussions in the WordPress yeah. community about this. What's, what's your feeling about how it's going to affect your business? And do you see it as a threat or a great opportunity for your own business? Um, so I haven't followed super closely like these last couple of weeks, but I think generally it's something good, not just, just like for the WordPress space in general, really. I think, I think it needs to happen. I think the other solutions out there like Squarespace or, you know, um, those kind of competitors, I think they're just very easy to use and that definitely gives them a bit of a leg up um, versus WordPress. So I think it's really good that WordPress is, you know, trying to make some headway on the user experience front and building this new editor. So I think that's really great. And um, Well, it's more than an editor, isn't it, David? It's become quite clear with the um, presentation that Mac did at WordPress US yeah. that this is going to be a, a total restart of WordPress in a way. Yeah. You know, the ambition of this project is much bigger than just editor, isn't it, David? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's great. I think, uh, you know, even just using the WP admin, you know, like, it's okay. It's not, it's not bad, but, like, definitely it's not very 2018, right? It's like kind of like 2000, 2007 kind of thing. So I think that's great. And I think at the end of the day, like being a company in the WordPress space, um, anything that's good for WordPress, probably going to be in some form or another being good for us. But uh, yeah, I think it's most likely going to be an opportunity, you know, making sure our plugins integrate really nicely um, with Gutenberg, as opposed to, well, you know, maybe some competitors are not going to execute on this properly or whatever. So uh, yeah, I see this as an opportunity. So obviously it's, you know, it's changing quite rapidly. You know, uh, I think a lot of people at WordCamp US were surprised by the progress uh, of the development. And so, but that makes it quite difficult for people like you because, you know, it's really difficult to test something that's rapidly changing. So have you discussed it internally, how you're going to cope with this? And um, have you worked out any you know, when it finally um, looks like it's going to be released in public and you've got that first public um, product, how, have you got any plans? How are you going to cope with it? Um, yes, we've been talking about it and um, nothing concrete yet, but, you know, we're just following development. And the, the, like one of the things is we, we started to look into it quite a bit back in, I think, September of last year. And it just seemed that at that point, they were still very far from being able to actually, I think they actually changed, I don't know, they, they got rid of React and then I don't know if they added it back or not. But oh, yeah, it's coming in and out, back and yeah. gone. <laughs> so we've basically punted on this whole decision and 
think it will just wait until we're a bit closer to this actually releasing because uh, there's a huge opportunity cost of us, you know, spending possibly weeks or whatever, you know, like integrating with it and then they change it again. Um, so you make sure that, um, yeah, you make sure to uh, use our time wisely. Well, in a way, do you kind of um, obviously you got your you got your WordPress competitors in all the areas that you you compete in, but do you see as your competitors much broader that some of your more bigger competitors are already outside the WordPress uh, ecosystem anyway? Yeah, yeah, for for sure, um, and I guess. In some ways, it's a drawback of having a WordPress business, I think, especially with uh, our quiz product, QuizCat. Um, we've had a number of people that actually bought it by accident, and then they, they were like using Shopify or something. They had to get a refund. Um, <laughs> so I think it's going to be interesting to think about there as well. Uh, it's like, how could it possibly be a solution that's maybe a little bit less integrated with WordPress? And uh, how could that work? I don't have any plans to move in that direction, but it's definitely a possibility well you have a little bit because you've got this product this really fa really fascinating product landing cube can you yep. um, before we go for a break and i let my co-host take over um can you tell us a bit about landing cube and what led sure. to that sure so it's a separate brand from fat Adapts because like honestly it's it's a it's a separate target audience really um so it's a landing page builder for amazon sellers um, the idea being that it's so it's like Amazon, like if you sell on Amazon, there's a lot of money to be made, but it's also hyper competitive. And the only traffic that most sellers get is traffic from inside of Amazon's, you know, search engine. Um, so if you're launching a new product, uh, a really good way to get an edge is to try to drive some external traffic. So that might be, maybe you set up some Facebook ads, some Google AdWords, maybe you get some sponsored posts on a blog or something like that. And instead of sending the traffic straight to Amazon, you can send it to a landing page where, you know, in exchange for a coupon code or something like that, you can capture an email address and then you give them the coupon and send them onto Amazon. And now you can actually build a customer list, which is something you cannot do as an Amazon seller otherwise, because Amazon doesn't give you the data. Um, and the way that Amazon's ranking algorithm works is the more sales you make, the higher you rank. So now that you're driving this traffic and giving coupon codes, which helps with conversions, you're going to end up ranking higher. Um, I guess you're probably wondering how I came up with that idea for that product. Well, uh, yeah, sure, sure, David. Right. Yeah, so I mean, it's just like I, I've got a lot of friends that are in the Amazon space, and um, uh, my brother's an Amazon seller, and I actually, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but I also built and sold a Amazon seller analytics app over the last, like, two years, year and a half, so I sold it at some point last year. So I just, like, understand the space pretty well, and that's why it seemed like an opportunity. Also, being able to build this on top of WordPress was one of the factors, because um, it's just so difficult to build a SaaS in general, and... Oh, um, tell me, tell me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, but, but, and it's not, not easy with WordPress either, but there's just all this stuff you can use, right? Like user management and uh, we actually use Paid Members Pro for our, you know, billing instead of having to write our own code and a bunch of things like that just expedite the development process. That's great. I think we're going to go for a break, folks. When we come back, Kim, my co-host, can ask 
some more questions of our great guest David from Fat Cat Apps. And we'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want to spend more time making money online? Then use WP Tonic as your trusted WordPress developer partner. They will keep your WordPress website secure and up to date so you can concentrate on the things that make you money. Examples of WP Tonic's client services are landing pages, page layouts, widgets, updates, and modifications. WP Tonic is well known and trusted in the WordPress community. They stand behind their work with full, no question asked, 30 day money back guarantee. So don't delay. Sign up with WP Tonic today. That's wp-tonic.com just like the podcast we're coming back we've had a fantastic conversation broad um, but fast paced i think you would agree with that david um kim like to take over and ask david some more questions absolutely thank you um first it was really funny i have to admit i didn't know who you were initially when jonathan sent me the link and I looked it up this morning and I thought that is so cool because I just installed OptinCat on a client site this weekend. Awesome. awesome. So, <laughs> and uh, anything with cats in it is all for me, definitely. Mm-hmm. Now, I did have more questions on LandingCube. That was one, when I first took a look at it, I thought, okay, you know, it's another competitor to lead pages or something like that. But obviously with the link to an Amazon seller, it's much deeper than that. Now, this is just to clarify my understanding. It's just for people who are Amazon sellers in that they have their own product that they're yeah. selling like a FBA fulfilled by Amazon, yeah. something like that, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And would they have to be using the fulfilled by Amazon or could it be a sale that they were doing their own fulfillment? Yeah, they can also do FBM, which is uh, they fulfill and ship their own packages. Um, okay. Kind of interesting that you brought up lead pages because I think especially when I don't talk to Amazon sellers about landing cube, everybody is like, oh, like lead pages, landing pages, really competitive. Mm-hmm. And true, it's just a completely, it's like a different, um, it's a completely different approach. It has a lot less features than lead pages. It's much simpler. Uh, right now, there's only one landing page template and it's very much purpose built for, you know, this one use case where they are going to, copy and paste a product URL from Amazon in, and then like it automatically generates the landing page. And we've got this tight integration with Amazon where they can deliver these specific coupon codes, which is something you cannot do with lead pages or any kind of um, general purpose landing page builder. So it's very much a, it's like, a, it's a very small niche, um, a very specific use case where um, using something like lead pages would just be a lot more complicated and uh, wouldn't really make sense. Excellent. Yeah, as I said, when you started talking about it, as I started digging into it, I realized it was something completely different and, and very unique. Um, I, I, I've never done Amazon selling, but I listen to a lot of business podcasts, small business podcasts, side mm-hmm. hustle podcasts, and a lot of them cover selling on Amazon. So I, th- I think there is a good market there. Are you the only one in that space doing this for Amazon? Um, I think this probably, I think this actually WordPress plugin and um, maybe what are called probably two major competitors. So they also do landing pages. So there are. Yeah. Okay. And how then are, because there is competition, how are you actually getting, other than the people you already know, uh, what is your strategy for reaching new customers on this software as a service product? Yep. Um, 
So again, I think as we talked earlier, generally having competition is a good thing because if there's nobody else doing this, maybe you're first to market, which is great, or maybe there's just not much demand. So generally I see it as a good thing. Um, in terms of differentiating, like we just really focus on uh, user experience and design, which um, the other tools in the space, they're great tools, honestly, but uh, it definitely shows that they're built by so they're built by Amazon sellers, which in some ways gives them an advantage, but also those guys don't necessarily know how to make software that's easy and simple to use. So I think that gives us an edge. Um, mm. In terms of marketing, we just really try to create a lot of really good content. Um, so mostly focused on content marketing right now. Um, we have like an like a 8,000 word guide that outlines this whole process of you know, how to drive traffic to your Amazon listing. Um, doing like weekly guest, uh, weekly posts right now, I think like bi-weekly guest posts or whatever. Um, so we're just really focused on providing good content that both pulls customers in, you know, like through long tail SEO or whatever, but also helps our customers and users actually use the product more successfully. And, and since, I mean, the reason I'm asking about the, the marketing so much is it's, as you mentioned, a completely different market then yeah. you're just WordPress plugin market. So all of a sudden you're very established in this one area and now you're going into something completely new, which has opportunity options and also risk, right? When you're trying to get that somebody you haven't been in front of before. Um, so along those lines, as you've gone into that, is it the same? Are you, do you have your same teams or have you built different teams so that they can focus yeah. just on what they need to do? So same team. So that's also, that's part of the reason we use WordPress because we are proficient there. Um, and I, I think honestly, like it just definitely gives us a bit of an edge that I can, you know, I've got like two great uh, team members that are running support for fat cadaps. Um, awesome guys. And now they are also helping dealing with support on landing cube instead of me having to hire a new person separately, just going to ramp up expenses. So I think there's a lot of cost efficiency by using, using the same team. Excellent. Um, and then just one more, cause I know we've got to wrap up here in a few minutes before our bonus content is adding the, now having a new API to have to, play with and keep up with the terms of service, et cetera, on Amazon. Cause I noticed looking on your page, you're very specific that you are in compliance with all of their terms and rules, et cetera. What does that add to overhead as you add something completely new and different? Right, right. That's a great question. So technically we don't actually use an API from Amazon right now. We might add some more features in the future that we do integrate with their API. Um, Right, and we don't. So, so that's at least like one thing that simplifies it. Um, I think like right now, it's not that much of an issue because if nothing else, I'm just surrounded by Amazon sellers. Like, like I said, a lot of friends, like a lot of people on my Facebook feeds are Amazon sellers. Uh, um, and then of course, we I got customer support, constantly in touch with customers. Um, and I've got a marketing guy who is um, at least for the time being exclusively on Landing Cube, uh, who used to, uh, working in an Amazon business for the last year as well. So he really deeply understands the space. So yeah, I, th I think that's one thing I'm trying to build up in general is like more systems and processes. And I think like having like all these people um, lets me kind of, like I don't have to stay on top of everything myself because there's enough people involved, if that makes sense. 
Yes, that's exciting. I think it's exciting to to see this and this new market and. I'll be yeah. following along to yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe I'll become an Amazon seller. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, in some ways it would have been much easier to just do another WordPress plugin and possibly more profitable. It's uh, still early days for landing cube. So hard to say, but um, I kind of like the idea of a building a software as a service app uh, versus just plugins, having something outside of the WordPress space, um, you know, as much as I love and believe in WordPress, but it's good to like not be, completely dependent on that market. But also it's just interesting to do something new and, um, you know, like you said, like I have to figure out completely different marketing channels and all this kind of stuff. It's kind of a challenge, but in a good way. Excellent. Thank you so much. Jonathan? Yeah, it's really interesting because I thought it, was, it would be interesting here to put forward to our listeners and viewers is that you're, you're utilizing um, WordPress technology, but in a totally separate sector um which you know i think with the changes in wordpress myself david a lot more entrepreneurs like um will be doing which is great isn't it um i think that's great news for everybody in the wordpress community i think we're gonna wrap it up wrap it up um Mm -hmm. for the podcast part of the show folks um you we're Hopefully, David will agree to continue the discussion, which you'll be able to see on the website um, and on our YouTube channel. Um, Like I say, we're going to have a full set of um, show notes and a transcription of the interview um, available for you. So, David, how can people get find out more about what you're up to and some of your thoughts and some of the topics that we've discussed in this discussion? Sure. So uh, obviously the website's fatcatapps.com and landingcube.com. And if you just have any questions or any comments or want to say hi, you can also email me at david at fatcatapps.com. That's great, David. And David's very approachable. Obviously, he's a very busy guy, so don't expect to reply straight away. But I think you do your best. I'll, it's, it's a- I'll, I'll, I'll reply, but it's like... I can't guarantee you. If, if you want to, if you want a fast response time, you know, we've got customer support, but <laughs> you and me personally might take a couple of days. Yeah, sure. And Kim, how can people find out more about what you're doing, your, what your latest activities are, Kim? They can find all of my programs at kimshivler.com or reach me on Twitter at kimshivler. And folks, um, the Friday show, we, um, we do a Friday show, which is about WordPress, and we have a great panel. And we're looking for special guests who have a product, a plugin. Um, they're doing a presentation at a WordCamp. And if you want to join us on the Friday show in the second half, or you'll be on the show for the whole episode, but there'll be a special section where we ask you questions and that um, on on the WP Tonic website on all the pre there um, on upcoming shows which is in the footer area there's a special page that lists all the Friday shows this month and a form which you can fill in and you can be you can come on WP Tonic on the Friday show that's cool isn't it so uh, go to that. 
Maybe even David will be here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, that's great. And if you really feel really supportive of the show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. It really does help the show. And I do periodically read out some of the comments, and I'll be trying to do more of that. So if you feel generous, please do that, folks. So I'm going to wrap it up for this episode. And like I said, join us for the Friday show. See you soon, folks. Bye. Thanks for listening to WP Tonic, the podcast that gives you a spoonful of WordPress medicine twice a week.